Institute of World Mission podcast. You're listening to the show for Adventist cross-cultural mission enthusiasts. My name is Alex Ott, and together with the IWM team, we invite you to join us today. This podcast is a production of the Institute of World Mission brought to you with support of the General Conference Missions family of ministries and services. Greetings, friends. Unfortunately, I can never say good morning or good afternoon. We are a global community of Adventist cross-cultural missions enthusiasts. But whatever time of the day it is for you right now, may God's blessings be with you in a very special way at this moment. Friends, today's episode is part two of an interview with Pastor Johnny Hajjaj held by Gabriela Phillips. If you haven't listened to the first part of the interview, which is last week's episode, I highly recommend you do that first. It will make much more sense. Since today, if you haven't heard the previous one, you will simply be jumping into the middle of the conversation they held. And that conversation was devoted to the value of hospitality among people with honor and shame worldview. Gabriela Phillips is North American Division Adventist Muslim Relations Director, and Pastor Johnny Hajjaj is Adventist Frontier Missions Department Director for Intercultural Studies and Discipleship. So, whether you have heard the previous one or not, let's listen together to the second part of their interview. What in what ways can we go to somebody's home and actually shame them? Oh, okay. <laughs> you see, uh, there is a lot of ways really that we can we can do that. You know, one of the ways that, uh, uh, for example, to sit there and show them uh, our foot. You know, the sole of this, your shoe. Uh, the sole, the sole of our shoes. That's right. Yes. So this is one of the way that we can do. Uh, why, so, why is that, uh, Johnny? What is the meaning? Because for us that means nothing, but why would that be insulting? Yeah, which means, you know, you are saying to someone that, you know, uh, you, you know, you are equal to my to my shoes, you know, ah, you understand that? Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> or I consider you like this. So it's it, this is okay. shameful and this is not a, a way because... To honor them. Yeah. To honor them. Another okay. thing, you see, look, even I, this is a, also... Listen, you know, it, it's important that we are created in God's image, isn't that right? Amen. So we reflect, so we reflect God's image. Yes. And then when I come and I I, I put my the sole of my, you know, <laughs> shoes in your face, which means what I'm saying, you know, what right. the picture that I'm reflecting. Right, right. Am I telling you that you are created in God's image? Okay, I get it. I get it. Because you see, different parts of the body have different levels of honor. So by that's, showing your face, your head, those are honorable places. That's right. But there are that, other places that are dishonored, and one of those are the, the feet. That's right. Okay, okay, great. Uh, what other ways can we be dishonorable? Uh, uh, another thing, uh, really. Whenever you enter to a house, don't immediately sit. Okay. So wait for the uh, the host to tell you where to sit. And this is this uh, is the biblical. same thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know? I love it. Yeah, yeah. So 
So it's a biblical <laughs> issue. Jesus said that, isn't that right? Don't okay. go and sit because they will just sit at the back and then they will put you at the place of honor. Isn't that right? Okay. So this is something that we need uh, to you know. You see, the, uh, the worldview assumption behind that is that the spaces have different levels of honor. Exactly. And so I go to people's home and I see that they have the Quran in the top shelf. Yes. Um, and so by giving you by, by giving you um, the place where they want you to sit, basically they are giving you a social rating. Where are you standing on the honor scale? Exactly. Okay. I, I, yes. So okay. that that is important. Another thing is uh, if they offer uh, you tea or coffee. Yes. Please try to refuse uh, a few times before you you accept. You know. This is part of our uh, culture. So if they come and you say that, uh, would you like to drink a, a cup of tea? If they said no, that does not mean that they are saying no. They are mm. expecting you to ask them three to four times before they will say yes. Okay, let's practice that, um, Johnny. So okay. I come. if I come to you already with a tea served and I put it before you, that's not what you are talking about. By then yes. you drink it. What I'm saying no. is, if I come to you and say, would you like to drink something? I would say no. And so I had to say, uh, are you sure? Would you like to drink something? Uh, may, may I, I am okay. Thank you so much. What about a cup of herbal tea? How would oh, that settle? Oh. That, 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 that would be nice. Yeah, I, 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 yes, you yes, can take you. that one. Thank you so much. I'll be right back. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> You also, uh, I would like you to talk a little bit about hospitality in the context of gender, male-female relationships and male-female spaces and women wearing hijab in the house. I mean, how does that work out? That's a little confusing for people outside of that world. Yeah, I will, I will, I will take that, but just, just let me say something yes. that is important. That, you know, whenever they, they give you something, please take it with your right hand. Okay, why the right hand? What, what's wrong with the left, especially yeah, you know, for lefties? <laughs> yes, yeah, so, uh-huh. so the, 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 the left hand, according to the uh, Arab Islamic mentality, this is the, the Satan's hand. So you don't, you don't try it with your left hand, you don't eat with your left hand. The honorable hand is the right hand. And look, it is also a biblical concept because yeah. Jesus said that the be right the people hand. on the right hand. Isn't that yes, right? that's right. Interesting. So... Huh. So, okay. so that is the concept where it comes from. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now uh, uh, I, I want to say that uh, when you eat a meal, please uh, leave a small amount on your plate. That uh, that shows that you are full. Okay. Then, when it comes to a female and male, uh, you know, way is woman. Please, if the woman goes, let them wear a long skirt or a or a pant, you know, trousers with a, with trousers, yes, mm-hmm. uh, with long sleeves, shirts. That is good. And the problem is, you know, that covers really that covers the chest, yes, uh, and uh, the neck. You know, this is so. This is important. That shows that you are an honorable person. You are a you know a respected uh, person. And uh, sometimes, please, if if you if if you don't know how to sit on the floor with your uh, skirt. Please go with a trouser. That that is that is better to do that. You know, headscarves are uh, uh, aren't required of foreigners. You know, but if you do it, that shows 
you know, respect. Another another thing, whenever we talk about gender, is uh, please don't look, uh, uh, you know, all the time on the woman's eyes. You know, women, men, that that gives another connotation. That is not good uh, for the. Another thing is, please don't, if you are a man, don't ask about wives or females directly. Okay. So you ask about the family. And, uh, you know. So you come to my house, Johnny, and you say, how's your family? You don't ask my husband, how's your wife? No, no. I will never say, you know, even though that you are my my sister, but I will yes. never come and tell uh, your husband, how is uh, my sister Gabby? I will not, I will, I will ask, how is the family? I will not right. ask about your daughter. Also, you exactly. See. Okay. So you show respect for the females that are under the care of that house. So let okay. me summarize because you have said a lot of important things that are very critical. And okay. um, in that way, in that it's almost like the interplay of honor shame. Number one, it's uh, when you enter the house, take a gift. It shows generosity. They are showing you generosity. You reciprocate with generosity. Uh, you also talk about the importance of dressing modestly for mm -hmm. the women. Um, and I would say even dressed up a little bit. Sometimes we don't understand that um, the way that we, the clothing that we take shows the level of respect that we give that home. So if, if we show up in flip-flops. Please um, don't do that. Right. Uh, or, you know, just any way, like, oh, you know, I had such a busy day and just show up there. And they sense that you have not prepared for that visit, that you are not dressing, you know, with your nice clothes, with your Sabbath clothes. Uh, it shows that you are giving little importance to that visit. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so dressed up um, a little bit. Um, be modest because that shows respect for the male in the homes. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, trousers are always better. And if you wear trousers, uh, sisters, wear something that will cover your uh, long enough to cover your hips. Mm -hmm. And um, the least skin you show, actually, is the better. Um, exactly. We don't necessarily have to cover our hair, uh, except if we go to the mosque or if there's a funeral. If you choose to do so, it will be uh, well-received. Mm -hmm. uh, but they need to show that we need to show that we respect the home by being modest. Exactly. And even the same thing about men, you know, men wear long pants. Please don't go with your short, you know, shorts and sandals, just and like sandals. a, a right. little so t-shirt. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Great, great, great. So the, the clothing speaks about the level of respect we show. Um, That's right. Now I'm going to go into the kitchen here and I'm going to share a couple of things I have learned myself, um, especially those of us who live here in the United States. When you invite guests into your home, uh, make big dishes, small dishes speak of um, not generosity. Um, something else very common, help yourself. That's not a very good idea. You need to serve the, the plates of people and do not use any um, substitute of pork, like, uh, you know, those fake bacon beets or things that look like sausages, but are, you know, vegetarian. The people don't understand. Mm -hmm. And that only makes them nervous. Like you're trying to trick them to eat pork or something that is unclean. So it's best just to stay away from that. Any other things at that level, Johnny, that we need need to keep in mind when inviting people into our homes? Yes. Let me just uh, see another, maybe I will have some like, you know, never act as if you have other business. You know, look at your watch or uh, do and uh, 
some of the good things is never leave the guest by himself. This is something that is not acceptable. Mm. Um, another thing that is good to show that uh, that the guest is uh, welcomed in the house is a lot of smiles, jokes, phrases, you know, that shows welcoming. Give me one of those phrases or a couple of those phrases that we could use when now uh, when we want to show honor to our guest. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you say ahlan wa sahlan. Yes. Uh, you know ahlan wa sahlan. You, you can say that uh, we are so happy to have you in our home. Yes. Oh, uh, our home is so blessed to have you here. Right. You know, uh, you bring honor to our home. Yeah. Uh, you know, we enjoy your company. So, you know, you keep that uh, phrases, use yes. them, so they feel like they are really welcomed in your home. Perfect. And you repeat them more than three, four, five, six times. Right. It's good, you know. Uh, uh, you see... Uh, what about when you leave the home? Uh, will it be appropriate to leave a prayer behind? And if you yes. would... Yes. And how would you pray with the people? Yeah, you see, so we will tell them, please, can I... Uh, make a dua for the family. So the dua is a supplication. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know, you the, the idea is you don't need to close your eyes, but you raise your hands uh, a little mm -hmm. bit up, you know, open them, you know, you open them up. That Do you ask that God will bless this home, that uh, God will protect them from, uh, would you, you Would you pray to Jesus? Um I mean, you are you are a Christian, so would you pray to Jesus in their homes? How, how you would know, you deal with that? Yes, I will start. I will start with uh, really praying to Allah. Yeah. So I will say Allahumma, Allahumma. You know. Well, but and you I speak will, Arabic, Johnny. Most of us don't. So yes. Can, so what, what would, would is, we say? Yes, yes. So I would say I would say God. So I will yeah. pray in the name of God. God, I ask you to bless this home. Yeah. I I ask you to deliver them from uh, any uh, satanic attacks. May you. May your presence be in this house. And I ask in the name of Isa, Amin. So they have no problem with that. Perfect. Okay, perfect. So you make a dua and you address your dua to God in the name of God or in the name of the most merciful God or whatever. Yes. And then you finish in the name of Isa al-Masih, which is the Arabic term for Jesus. Uh, basically, what you want to do is you have blessed us, and I want to reciprocate and leave a blessing, right? That's right. Is that the idea? Exactly. That's right. Great. Well, we are almost uh, to the end of this uh, recording. That was very, very beautiful and uh, and helpful because you have given us practical tips. And I want to wrap it up with something that um, is very important for us uh, in, who are in the business of expanding the kingdom of God. And is Do you see the picture of hospitality as a picture that will help us to explain why Jesus came, why God sent Jesus to the world, to speak about gospel issues? I mean, we always use, uh, we always know, but we often use um, to speak about the purpose of salvation in terms of um, almost using the court of law language. Mm -hmm. But how would it look like if we were to talk about Uh, salvation in terms of hospitality. I mean, you see Revelation, Jesus is knocking at the door. Yes. And waiting for someone to welcome him in. How, how do you see this as a potential bridge for start to bring good news in a way that um, people can relate to? You see, I, I just want to take, you know, I told you stories from uh, Luke, you know, Luke yes. uh, 24, when Jesus met with the disciples, 
on the road, you remember? Yes. And, uh, you know, he was discussing with him and he looks like he didn't know what's going on, you know, in, in that area. And then, then he was walking with them, and then he started explaining for them the whole idea of him from the Old Testament. Isn't that right? He went yes. to the prophets, yeah. he went to the law, and all of that. And then Jesus, he said that he wanted to continue his way. But the disciples that he walked, the two disciples that he walked with, they, in, they insisted on eat with them at their home. Isn't that right? That's right. That's so right. so they came to his, when Jesus entered to his home, and even they didn't know who he is, he sat on that table when they brought the bread, and he broke that bread, and he prayed. Mm. They knew that this is Jesus. Wow, beautiful. Isn't that right? Beautiful. And now, what you know, how, how I look at it, really, and uh, I have I have been, this is one of the nice stories that we can do. They did not recognize Jesus until they invited him to their home. Then they recognized him at that table. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes, believe me, I, I, will, I will say it this way. Rather, we, we, we shun strangers, you know. As, as the disciples of Jesus, we need to journey alongside them. You know, mm. we, we walk together the journey together so we can make it to the kingdom of God. Okay. You know, rather, rather, really, uh, you know, speaking of those uh, we encounter along life journey, we need as disciples of Jesus to listen first to the people that we talk with. You know, we need to learn from them. It's good that, you know, we, we, we understand their concepts, their way of thinking. And then alongside, as we are walking together, we can help them to understand fully the whole message of, of, of the Bible. Isn't that right? Look Amen. at Jesus. This is what Amen. Jesus did with these two disciples. They are his disciples, but they could not get the whole concept of the kingdom of God, the whole concept of salvation. Jesus walked with them. He listened to them first. He got their point of view, and then he helped them to understand the whole picture. You know, and sometimes instead of, of looking at people that they are ignorant and they are without benefits really sometimes i believe as disciples of jesus we will do well to assume that god might have revealed himself to the strangers and this is what god is doing today god is speaking through dreams and visions and angelic visitations yes and this is what god has promised yes. this is he said in the end days your sons, your daughters, your old people, your young people will see dreams and visions. Again, rather than, you know, talking things uh, at face value, value, you know, we need as disciples of Jesus to realize that the Spirit is, is at work. That's true. And I think that changes everything, Johnny, because if we, if we enter into people's home with that assumption that God has already been knocking at their door, that God, there is signs of divine activity, then right. instead of going there as arrogant teachers, we invite them to speak. Uh, where do we see God in their lives? Like I work with refugees and often and ask them, where, when you were running away from war and, and, and all that suffering, did you ever see the hand of God? And so by assuming that God is already working, then you sit at the table to explore how God is working in that person's life instead of, I have something to tell you because you are completely ignorant and depending on me. 
to enlighten you. So that that changes the way that we encounter the other. Thank you so much. My pleasure. No. So, Johnny, you had been um, very practical, and at the same time, um, you have grounded us in the scriptures, and I'm very grateful for that and looking forward to more recordings. And um, just to wrap this up, I would like to just put a, one, one short story that will illustrate some of the different concepts that, um, that we've been shared today. And uh, this story happened uh, happened to me some time ago, actually several years ago. I was kind of frustrated tr trying to figure out uh, how to speak in a way that um, this Muslim family will sense that it was making sense to them. And I had tried different approaches, and it was very obvious that I was pa talking passing them. And then one time, I have no idea why, but I decided to share the story the, the, actually, the biblical parable of the vineyard, you know, mm -hmm. the, the owner of the vineyard um, has servants and he mm -hmm. sends someone to collect his dues and the servant gets beaten and repeatedly. And finally, he sent his son and um, thinking, well, you know, surely they will treat my son in a better way. And honestly, I have read that story many times. But I have never really understood the depth of that story. But when my, my Arab friends heard the story, they were incensed. Just the thought that they would mistreat their son that way. So I asked them, please explain this to me. I feel that I'm missing something here. And when they unpacked that, I, I was shocked how powerful that spoke that, you know, God is sending uh, hospitality and then these people are failing to show hospitality to the one that came from heaven. And not just they don't show hospitality, they are showing violence. I mean, look at your, your grandfather had people three days in their home before he asked them their names. And here is the very son of the master of the vineyard coming and they're beating him down. I mean, they're showing great offense to the father, yeah. not just to the son. I have never seen that, that clearly. And that was the first time that finally um, it's like we were breaking the wall and they were able to understand that what had happened was a great shame for God. And now what? how is God going to deal with these people that had um, uh, affected this violence on their son? And that opened the door for me to speak then about the importance of receiving Jesus. Not like these people beating him with words or, or closing the door, but actually welcome him and showing him proper hospitality. Um, so thank you so much, Johnny. And uh, I hope that uh, we'll meet again in some other recordings and God bless you in your ministry. Thank you. And um, I, yes, mm -hmm. you want to add something no, I, more? I just want to say, you know, uh, whenever you... <laughs> You know, the, a word that, two words in Arabic that is important to remember is MashaAllah, okay. what yeah. God wills, you yes. know, whenever you are there. So repeat MashaAllah, how your home is beautiful, MashaAllah, for mm. your children, mm. MashaAllah. You see, so this is a very nice word to repeat. Okay. And another, and another one, just if you want to say uh, politely, no, mm -hmm. you say uh, inshallah. So you see? <laughs> okay. okay, that's like a rain check. <laughs> Inshallah. Uh, that's weird. Really. Inshallah. 
in <laughs> Allah, if God's will, uh, maybe God yeah. will not will. You know? <laughs> but well, okay. so this is one of the ways that you can you can use. Mm-hmm. Another thing is really, yes, God has showed us uh, hospitality through Jesus' love, through Jesus' ministry, through Jesus inviting us to to His uh, vineyard, to His table. Yeah. And I believe God is asking us again to show that hospitality to the world around us, to invite them together so we can go together to right. that table and we will be celebrating it at the Feast of the Lamb. Amen. And we have a beautiful picture in Matthew 8, 11, where you see Abraham and uh, there is this table. And he said that the children from the east and from the west will come together and they will feast together. So if this is our destiny, if God is looking into the future, saying the time will come when the family of Abraham will come together and have a meal together, why not to start right now? Amen. Amen. So thank you so much again and God bless you. God bless you too. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Special thanks to Gabriela and Johnny for helping us understand the real value of hospitality and how to be engaging in it in the right way with people in honor and shame cultures. This is only the beginning, friends, of our journey unpacking honor and shame with Gabriela as producer and host of this series. More interviews are coming in the future. Personally, I'm really looking forward to those, and I know you will enjoy these too. If you haven't seen the webinar session we held with uh, Gabriela and Dr. Asindo, you may want to check that particular webinar out at iwm.adventist.org forward slash webinars. My name is Alex Ott, and although having to say goodbye now, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. By the way, you won't want to miss next week's episode. Next week, together with Cheryl Doss, we will explore ways missionary families can cope with challenges and stresses of cross-cultural service. So once again, how families can cope with all kinds of challenges and stresses of cross-cultural service. I will see you then.